episode 201 of the Witty and Gritty podcast. We're your hosts, Brooke and Farron. Farron and Brooke. This one's Farron. And this one's Brooke. (laughs) If you're ever unsure, (laughs) which one is not animated? Which one is talking without a smile? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Brooke, you said it was episode 201. I did say that. But it's kind of like 202. Because as you just reminded me, we did have to re-record a whole episode <laughs> once. <laughs> so bad. Y'all, to no fault of anyone's own, we're just going to blame Satan. Because Satan does not want this stuff out in the interwebs. So, nana nana boo boo. Because we re-recorded the episode. There you go. And we'll do it again if we need to. But we don't... No thanks. I don't want to have to redo it, but we will. <laughs> so all of our OG fans... Keep uh, track that we're actually always one ahead of whatever episode <laughs> it's it is. a bonus. It's like a baker's dozen. Look at that. So today, we are talking about Philippians 3.14. We touched on this verse a few weeks ago, and by a few, I think 11. Because, Farron, you said this is going to be your verse for the year. Okay, at the time of this recording, it is March. Mm-hmm. So it'll be April mm-hmm. when this airs, I think. Don't email me if I get it wrong, everybody. Can't do all the maths all the time. <laughs> I stopped doing that in high school Ex- until diabetes. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Go back to that episode in 2022 at the end. Have you considered <laughs> writing your math teachers an apology letter? <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe I'll get on that. Okay. okay. Man, anyway, Farron, put you on the spot. How's it going with this verse? Let me tell you. <laughs> Pray tell. How's it going? And then we'll, we'll tell them what verse it is if they, okay. if they don't know. Okay. Well, I do think the thing that I've had to really press through is figuring out a flippin' YouTube channel. And it's not just the channel. It's recording. Uh-huh. Editing, the studio. Uh-huh. Hooking up a Yeti microphone uh-huh. to a camera. Make sure the audio works. Or your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Do you record on the camcorder and the video uh-huh. on your phone? Because one's one way and one's the other. Yep. Ugh. And then you watch it all back, all mm. 35 minutes, and mm-hmm. realize you forgot one thing and said something wrong. Yep. So you get dressed in the same clothes, mm-hmm. but film at the wrong time of day. Oh, shoot. You know how you fix that problem? <laughs> how? A really cool transition in iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it is um, not posted yet, but it is... Almost done with video editing. Well, Farron, thank you for giving us the back end of that. A lot of times people just think, wow, I appreciate how that was beautifully done. But they don't know the whole back end of everything about how all the preparation it took and how you could have just been like, "Mm, YouTube's not for me. All these kids want to be YouTube stars. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they got what it takes. (laughs) I don't think I do, but I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. So if you haven't guessed by now, the verse is Philippians 3.14, and there's so much good context around it. I know we say that every time. It's because it's true every single time. It's important to read the Bible in context. So your homework is reading chapter 3. Hopefully by now you've read chapter 1, 2, and 3. Like Farron said a couple episodes ago, it's not a long book. It takes if you open your Bible, it is left page, right page. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a lot. Just context is really important. So if you're just listening to this and not reading it for yourself, yeah, it'll help. But if you want exponential help, read the whole chapter. Yeah. So we are going to cheat a little bit and jump around 14. But Brooke, hit him with the NLT, Philippians 314. 
I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. And the ESV says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. So what's that context? There's some really important verses right around that. Yes. So in verse 12, it talks about not that we've already achieved perfection and that we are aiming for that, knowing that we will never attain it this side of heaven, but that is our goal that we're pressing on towards. I think what's important about that is, again, this idea of humility, but I think sometimes people want to wait till things are perfect or their skills are perfect, Um, again, the perfect timing Mm -hmm. before they act. And while you should definitely make some considerations and have put some thought and planning into things, that you're going to have to press on. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but experience has taught me way more than researching and studying beforehand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a really important piece on the back end. It also says uh, in verse 13, it talks about forgetting what lies behind and straining forward. So Mm -hmm. I think some people discredit themselves or take themselves out of the race because of a past, a history, or their current self. And it's like, no, leave that behind, move forward, and press on toward the goal. Yeah, that speaks a little bit into shame and guilt. If you have been forgiven, it's once and for all. And any of those thoughts that are trickling in, like, ooh, well, remember you were a bad person however long ago or whatever. Remember that thing you did? That would be Satan trying to hack your brain, and you can shut it down. You have the power, in Jesus' name, to shut that thought down, and then you can choose to press on in spite of who you were however long ago. If you knew me 10 years ago, I am not the same person. Please get to know me. I am sorry for what I said 10 years ago. (laughs) Yes, agreed. I think one last thing that we need to talk about before we break apart verse 14 is verse 15. So all these verses are encouraging you to grow in your spirituality, your salvation, press on, growth mindset. And if you're like, ah, you people are crazy, that's not for me, you guys are overachievers, you know, you're doing too much, if that's your mindset... I want to caution you because in verse 15 it says, let those of us who are mature think this way. So if you are not having a growth mindset, then maybe your thinking on this topic is not mature. It also says, if you think otherwise, God will reveal this to you. So again, we'll talk about prayer in a little bit, but keep that in mind. If we're saying stuff and you're like, ah, not for me or I'm fine in this lukewarm life, just flying under the radar, doing as little as possible. I just want to push back on those thoughts a little bit, and hopefully God and the Holy Spirit will be as well. Mm -hmm. So the first part of this verse, it's pressing on. So it's very careful not to be like, forget about like that ever, that thing ever happened. We want to learn from our mistakes, and we're not going to oh, just get over it. But no, we're going to use that information and leverage it to press on. So it's not some, oh, well, I'm just going to walk in total, I don't know, ignorance is bliss. What am I trying to say here? Just that you aren't totally disregarding the lesson you learned so that you can use it. I also think as you're saying this, if it's not exactly what you were saying, it did make me think, I think we all have excuses. Oh, yeah. We can all talk ourselves out of doing anything that seems scary or outside our comfort zone Mm -hmm. or what have you. But that's where you got to press on. You know, that whole idea of being brave is 
uh, being scared and doing it anyways, that's what I kind of feel with the press on. Yeah, and you can't grow comfortably. That's not a thing. Grow and comfortable don't go together. I wish they did. (laughs) Well, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) This also says I press on to reach the end of the race. So race, I'm thinking if it's a race, I'm not just trotting along like, oh, I'll get there when I get there. It's intentional, purposeful. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. And that comes through prayer too. And we'll talk about that in a second. But you, your job is to get to the end of the race in a way that glorifies God. And you're actually like trying hard. Yeah. And I hear a lot of people talk about this, especially in the self-help, goal-oriented, achiever world. But it's not always about that goal. It's about the process. It's the climb. Yes. Thank you, Miley Cyrus. You're I welcome. mean, Brooke. You sound oh, just like her. Thank you. It was hard to tell. I'll sign some autographs later. Who was I with here today? <laughs> Episode 201 with Miley Cyrus. Uh, yes, so anyways, what are you doing during this race? What are you doing during during this time on earth, this process, as you try to achieve that goal? Also, Farron, if I am going to go for a race. I'm not running, but I'll cheer for <laughs> okay, you. Okay, if you're going to go play a soccer game. Okay. Are you going to go never having practiced and not having someone to guide you and coach you up? This is a hard hypothetical because I have, in fact, played you're just soccer. So, you're just so amazing. And so, right, but someone had to teach you. Someone mm-hmm. had to guide you, mm-hmm. and, which would be God. God is guiding us on this spiritual race to the end. And we're, I mean, if, it, if God were my coach, I know I'd want to do a really good job. <laughs> oh, glory God. <laughs> What if he, like, pinches you? Oh, oh, that'd be terrible. (laughs) This is why it's your own race. Yeah, Everybody's an individual racer on this, guys. Individual Soccer might have been a bad example. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you're going to receive the heavenly prize. So at the end of this race, there is a heavenly prize. Thank you, God. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because I didn't look at it from that way, but... It does. It says the heavenly prize for which God is calling us. And so it just makes me think that it might look different for everybody. Yeah. So it might look different. Maybe you are, I don't want to offend anybody. So this isn't offensive. I'm offended. Let's say, I'll try to do two things that are similar. Okay, great. Okay. Let's say you work at Academy. Mm-hmm. You're going to demonstrate godliness with your coworkers and the people you serve and how you put things on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And if you sell the Lord's chicken at the Chick-fil-A's, mm-hmm. okay, two different directions, but you're still how you treat people, how hard you work, your worth ethic, furthering God's kingdom through the chickens, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Adidas. <laughs> it might look different. So if you're out in the uh, working world or if you're a stay-at-home mom, it might look different. But your job is to run your race Mm -hmm. to which God has called you. And wherever he's called you, whatever race, wherever it's at, you're pressing on. That's great. And that's that's a great thing to pray through because it's not, it didn't say like you're going to happily and joyfully skip through this race. A race is hard. It's not meant to be easy. It's it's going to push you. It's going to challenge you. You're going to have to press on through it. So pray about that. God, help me want to want to do this thing, tying back to last week's verse. Uh, if whether it's like you said, Farron, changing diapers, or if it's waiting tables, or if it's driving a truck, or if it's shaking hands and signing papers, whatever it is, you need to do it all the way, give it a hundred percent, and you're running your own race there. And a race usually comes with this idea of like time and distance, 
And so we do not know how long we have on this earth. Uh, we don't know how long we'll live or how soon, you know, our end is coming. And so I think it's important that we pray about how are we using the time that we have. Mm-hmm. So pressing on also conveys this idea of, again, not just being okay with where things are. And as an Enneagram 9, I'm looking for comfort and rest and sloth-likeness <laughs> at every chance and opportunity I get. But am I using the time that I have here to, you know, its full extent? Probably probably not, but I'm getting better. Two oh, weeks in a, war, in a row. <laughs> yep, Mighty Pi- Monty Python. Wonderful. I thought it was Mighty Python for a long time. Well, it, they are mightily funny. <laughs> oh man I do not know how well those have held up over the years so there's that what you said Farron about racing time and distance and you personally Farron do not know when your race is done you're gonna know when boop oh hey Jesus I'm with you what's up so you as you get closer to your finish line you have to take the steps so you can see where you're supposed to go next especially I'm thinking cross country Morgan ran in high in college and those maps, I would, I, when I had to do this in seventh grade, seventh grade Brooke was like, what if I get lost and I run to like, <laughs> like no, you'll see the markers along the way. Okay. So I'm just going to look for the next marker mm-hmm. and get to the next marker. And from there I will see the next marker. So it's going to take time, but you won't be able to see the next thing until you move forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, there were a couple races I ran in cross country. Oh. Where I got and to you follow ran, the you bike. you ran in high school, right? Yep. I got to follow the bike, which, a humble brag, that's when you're towards the front. I was there's a bike leader. <laughs> See, I didn't even know there was a bike. <laughs> I was never yeah. at the... Oh, man, you always killed me in distance workouts. I think mm-hmm. I did a couple with you, and then I said, mm, I'm just going to go do a sprint workout and lift some weights. It is a Eek. God-given talent. <laughs> so how do we bring our friends into this? Because races can be hard. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, Brooke. <laughs> kicking and screaming. Karen will drag me kicking. And sometimes you do need to drag your friends. Mm-hmm. There, so with volleyball in high school, when I played, we had to achieve certain milestones. I, had, I did this for my girls when I was coaching too. Oh, you want your home jersey set? You need to run an eight-minute mile. Or you need your away jersey set? You need to run. And then I would get – they had milestones they had to make in order to earn their gear – because not every team player needs to be a field player. Just going to say that out loud. And, man, if you can't get your away gear, I guess you're not going to go play away. Rant over. Mm-hmm. But there were times where the other teammates were dragging people across the line. Like, they went and finished and then did victory lap, dragging their friend, like, cheering them on. It was the coolest thing to watch. And they did it. So sometimes you're going to need that person who's either gone before you and can help show you the way or give you some tips as you go, kind of guide or coach you. But then sometimes you need that person who's right lateral with you and y'all are accountability together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having a mentor is great. We've talked before, um, man, you play sports like your whole life and then you don't play anymore. Yeah. And there's no one coaching you or holding you accountable. <laughs> and while that's glorious... At some point, you're, you have to be the one to spur yourself on. Uh-huh. So it is very nice if you have, again, community or a mentor, somebody to talk to, to, you know, have them kick you in the butt. Yep. 
Uh, sometimes you need a good kick in the butt to get going. For non-Texans slash horse people, <laughs> <laughs> the verse was spur each other on. If you have never been spurred before, it doesn't feel great all the time or ever, but you've got to, oh, hey, we got a little, got to get a little giddy up in my step. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even their scripture that calls us to spur each other on mm-hmm. um, in a loving way, right? Yes. So Delivery matters, Brooke, telling so, myself. So either if you're the one needing to find it, go seek it by talking to others. Or if you are a good pep talker, like this lady sitting next to me, uh, thanks. speak into the people that you love. <laughs> and that goes great with also doing this for your kids, too. There are times, you're, if you're the parent, you are their coach. You're their life coach. They don't, they don't know how to tie their shoes until you teach them. They don't know how to ride a bike or brush their teeth. You're equipping them physically, so let's equip them mentally, spiritually, and emotionally as well. So this is a great verse. Keep pressing on. Keep pushing yourself. Keep being challenged, and I'll be here with you along the way. It helps so much knowing that someone's with you in it. They're not going to leave you, just like God's not going to leave you guys. And that's what you can say, too. I'm here with you in it. I'm not leaving you, and God's not leaving you either. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that I've thought of lately and tried to be good at, I feel like I've been good at it, but then I've just been drowning, so it hasn't got as much attention. But recognizing what either my kids or my friends are good at and speaking that out loud to them Mm -hmm. and encouraging them to look for opportunities to use that. But my youngest sings all day. Her life is High School Musical. She just, she's in a musical. She sings what she's doing. And with full <laughs> facial and arm, like facial expressions and arm movements. Oh, that's funny. And so I was speaking to one of my friends. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. But I know, like, it's a passion. She's not a great singer. But, I mean, we can work on that. But, like, this is just something she's been given from God. Yeah. And so talking to this friend, she just so happened to find this online program that has singing lessons, which is great. It's self-paced. It's very kid inner like friendly and we can use do it on our schedule. Oh, so anyways, sometimes Oh, we'll link it. Yeah, just like brainstorm with the people in your life if you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to meet your kid's talent like, "Oh my gosh, my kid can't ever sit still. They're always going. What can I put them in?" <laughs> to like track burn some of this energy (laughs) yeah or they're really good at chess there is one more thing that I put on here that I'll add really quick is sometimes you gotta get those around you to take action so I put on our notes here that like there's the phrase knowledge is power but that mantra is like or saying is shifting a little bit that it's knowledge with action is power So if you have a wealth of knowledge in a specific area or a gifting or a passion you have, but you're not doing anything with that, you're not tapping into the power that comes with it. So again, speaking life into those that you love and lead and encouraging them to do something with those knowledge or that knowledge, that talent, that passion, those skills, because with action is the power. I love that. I love you. Oh, I love you too. Sweet. Look at that. Here we are. Hooray! (laughs) That wraps up episode 201 featuring Philippians 3.14, Farron's verse for the year. We'll check back in on you in a couple of little sessions and see how it's going. Maybe next time we batch record, I'm going to check in on you. Maybe I'll have a YouTube video posted by then. (laughs) It's a lot of back end, guys. (laughs) Okay, tune in next week. Bye.